Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. TPV Radio, Central Texas. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 and this station. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! What's good, radio family? The Psalmist Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with, on Sundays, the Psalmist Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m., Central Standard Time, followed by Satellite with Michael Ceballos at 4.30 p.m. Mondays, The Grub at 12 noon. Darcy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Tuesdays, Victory Over the Weights of Life with Sister Deanne Labrine at 6 p.m. Fridays, Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturdays is our triple hitter, and it starts off with Saturdays for Fest with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m., and Lota Bar Nation with Sandra Grace at 7 p.m. The Psalmist Voice presents by appointment only, coming soon. TPD Radio's open mic open to all pastors preachers, and artists, and we're going to get it in to be announced. You can also catch us on Live 365, 24-7. Just search the Thomas Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. Walk with us, family. Let's go. At Javina Distributing, we got your covering for your winter and summer needs. One size fits all. To order yours today, please message them on Facebook at Javina Distributing or call 616-929-2991 or 517-489-6923. Or you can order from the website, www.allsports.com headgear.com and type in promo code Siron2020 to receive 20% off your purchase. Let's get it. Let's go. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. 
Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorianne Brown. Right now on TPV Radio. He's great and greatly to be praised. He's great and greatly to be praised. Not only have I read this, but I know it to be true that he's great and greatly to be praised. Can we give our great God a great praise right here? In the last two years, I've seen so many significant miracles that I can't even count them anymore. It's somewhere between 300 and 400 significant miracles that I've seen happen with these two eyes. I don't even know how many cancers have been healed anymore. I don't even know how many tumors are gone anymore. I've seen him heal lupus. I've, I've seen him heal diabetes. I've seen him heal heart disease. I've seen him heal cripples. I've seen a lame walk. I've seen him do the impossible. There's a lady in this room. Her name is Miss Pam. Where are you? Come here. Come here, Miss Pam. Come here, Miss Pam. Now, when you see her walk up here, that might not mean anything to you until I tell you that she used to be paralyzed. We are talking about the evidence of the greatness of God. She had a stroke that paralyzed her, but today...
don't have enough time on this project to tell her whole story. But what we can tell you is that one day, July 4th, she was diagnosed with a brain-eating amoeba with a mortality rate of 97%. And not only did she have it, but they suspected that six of her children had a brain-eating amoeba, and they expected all of them to die within a week. But the church prayed. Saturday's Buffet with Lorraine Brown. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, good afternoon. We pray that we find all well on today. This is a wonderful day that God has made. That was an awesome song to open up subject matter on today. We have with us our uh, staple, our um, pillar, uh, Sister Roberta Jones. Uh, we're honored to have her uh, hosting on today. 
We also have special guests, and I'm just tickled pink to have Pastor Jimmy Little uh, on with us today. Welcome, uh, Pastor Little, to this Saturday's buffet. Praise God. Glad to be here. All right. All right. We're so glad to have you over there, Roberta. I'm here. Praise God. Hey man, was that a, was that not an awesome song to start the show today, guys? Yes, it was. yes. I know it's yes. Yeah, he's still moving, Roberta. And I know that was an awesome uh, song for Pastor Little. That's his favorite artist. Um, I want to share this, and then I'm gonna uh, release the floor to uh, Sister Roberta. Um, God dropped it in my spirit, uh, guys, earlier this week. He says, "I am the God." of a rapid turnaround. Oh, my God. That's even more powerful today than it was when he first dropped it. I'm going to say that again. God said to me, hey, I am the God of a rapid turnaround. And I began to ponder that thing. And I looked, I looked at my life, and I know that there were some things that were moving really slowly in my life. There were some things I didn't know how they were going to turn out. But thank God for the Holy Ghost who leads God and directs us. He tells us what to do. And saints of God, if we will follow the leading of the Holy Ghost, a lot of trouble that we're having will be eliminated. We wouldn't even have it. If we would let the Holy Ghost lead us, and the Holy Ghost has led me in some areas, and I'm sitting here today, I'm sitting here today with an attitude of gratefulness. My heart is just overflowing because some things that were not moving are rapidly moving in my life. Some things that, some doors that was closed have been swung wide open in my life. And I was telling a group of people this morning, I am honored that now I am in a position in my life where I can walk into a place and I can select some things. I can pick out some things. I don't have to take some things because uh, they, they, they don't sell for a dollar ninety-nine. I can pick and choose because God is in the business of blessing our life. And he wants to bless our life spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially, whatever way we stand in need of healing-wise, he wants to do it in our lives. But we've got we've to gotta learn how to enter into that closet, people. We've got to bend that knee. We've got to bend that knee. We've got to petition God. And we can't go in there playing games. We've got to go in there with a real heart. We've got to go in there talking serious with God, willing to do whatever God tells us to do, and receive the blessings of God, which maketh us rich and they don't add sorrow. We can cast our bread on the water, and in not many days, it's going to return to us. But we're casting out junk. We're going to have junk back. But if we're casting out some pearls and some peer prayer, and we're casting out some petitions that honor God, we're going to get it back. And I'm thankful today, I'm grateful today that he's still moving in my life. So, Roberta, with having said that, you and Pastor Little, go ahead, because I'm on fire today. God bless you. Amen. God is a God of rapid change. He, he's, a, he's a God that's more than enough, meaning that not only do you get what you need, but there's leftovers as well. And today we're talking about prayer. And Lorraine has set us on fire with what God has done in her life. And I know that Pastor Little has that same uh, sentiment to God that he has done great things in his life as well. So with prayer, Pastor Little, I would just like to ask you, what has prayer 
done for you in your life? How have you benefited from prayer? Well, uh, God has been dealing with me with prayer because prayer can go where I can't go. Prayer can go to the throne room. And, uh, and it's kind of strange when she told me that it's what her stuff is going to be about prayer. And this is what God has been dealing with me about prayer because we need we need to think big. You know, because this this song uh, was talking about God still moving. And sometimes we ask God for small things. God is a God that we should be asking for big things. Big things because, you know, our, our mind can't comprehend what God can do for us. And and we don't have to live the way we live in because God is said that he would be sitting, I mean, Jesus said he'd be sitting at the right hand of the Father in the scene for us. He's waiting on us to put a prayer up. And, and this time, this, this stage of our life and, and the way the world is going now, we really need prayer. And we need, really need to depend upon prayer because prayer is a relationship with God. God is wait. He's wait. And this, this song has really got me fired up because Lorraine knows who my favorite is 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 music is 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 from him. He's a he's a guy I've been listening for for the last five years. So he just really stirred me up today about God is still moving. God is moving in everybody's life. I don't care where you at, or, or where you feel you at. This is a start. Today is a start, and start with prayer because God is waiting. He's waiting on us to pray. He's waiting on us. You you ain't got to be in a certain place or. Uh, or feel like you 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 not worthy. Wherever you at today, that's a star. Uh, in my worst part of my life, the worst part of my life was the closest part to God because I was in trouble and I didn't feel I was worthy to pray. And the devil kept speaking to me and saying, "God ain't gonna listen to you. You can't pray. You know you're a sinner. You 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 you're not worthy enough to pray." I started praying and I never stopped. God is waiting, wherever you at. You know, sometimes you be going through things and you feel like you're going through something and it might be dark right now. But make sure if you're going through something and even though it's dark and you feel like that God is not looking at you or God is not paying you no attention, but make sure that you're not creating your own storm because some people get in a storm and it's dark and they get in a storm and they might even get on drugs or get on alcohol or start smoking or start doing something because they're in that storm. But what they don't realize is they're creating another storm. And while you're in that storm, all you got to do is keep praying and, and stay with God and God will pull you through. And you make sure when you get through with that storm, you didn't cause another one. I just want to share that with you this morning and, and I mean this evening and let you know that everybody goes through a storm. But how did you go through the storm? When Paul was in the storm, he kept telling the people, we're going to get through this. We're going yeah. to get through this. God had made it clear to him that they would get, they would make it through. So this is the way we got to feel. It don't matter how long we've been in the storm, no matter how hard the storm is, you got to trust God and stay in prayer because he'll get you through. Just don't cause Amen. another storm, storm yourself. Amen. Just stay with Amen. God. Don't, don't leave him. Amen. That is awesome. And I like what you said. You said we have to think big because our God is big. So when we pray, 
We pray God is waiting on us to pray for big things because he's a big God. And God meets us where we are. I like God meets us where we are. And if if you're in a storm, hallelujah, God will bring peace in the midst of the storm. But the, 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 the thinking big has to come from us renewing our mind, changing the way we think. Because so often we think God's not going to hear us. But the Bible says that he hears the prayers of the righteous, that his ears are open to hear our cry, our prayer. So the enemy tries to keep you from praying because he knows when you pray, God hears. And when God hears, he, he, he does what he hears. He, he said, I'm watching over my word to perform it. I'm just waiting on you to pray. I'm waiting to give you this. But you got to get it through prayer. He has a way that he has, he has told us how to get there. Because he said, when you pray, you should have what you say. And that, that is so awesome that prayer is so powerful in the believer's life. Prayer should be a lifestyle. It's the way we live. It should be like just talking. You know, when we, you know, we, we talk so much to everybody else, but so little to God. <laughs> we should talk more to God and less to other people. The more we Man, talk to him, the y'all more need to quit. Us. Y'all gonna set Saginaw on fire. This is this is oh my God. This is so good. This is so good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I feel like I'm at the table. I got my plate, my fork, my spoon, my knife. I got my napkin around my neck. Feed me from heaven, people of God. This is so awesome. And I pray that the people of God are hearing this. And Pastor Lou, you're right. That song set us all on fire. But you just go, man. Go, man of God. Oh, my God, this is so good. I had to say something. I just feel like I was just too full. Thank you. Go ahead. <laughs> Praise God. You know, um, I've been... Uh, I've known you all for quite a while. I want to share this with you. When I met you all, I said, uh, I told the Lord, I said, I don't have anything to offer. Because that's the way the devil wants you to feel. You want to feel like you don't have nothing to offer. But one thing I found out is that wherever I was, I started from there. And I'm not talking to people this morning because um, I don't want them to feel like you got to be in a certain place. You know, um, God never had a problem with the people that knew they needed him. He had a problem with the people that thought they didn't need God. So we all yeah. need him, and we all need to pray. And just, just he, he said, that's reason with me. He, just said, he said, can you reason with me? Here God is talking to us, telling, telling us, just reason with him. What can you do this morning? What can you do this evening? What can you do? We, we can pray. Prayer can nobody stop you from the love of God. Nothing can stop. You. I mean, if you don't, you don't even have to have. A, you can just say, "Lord, have mercy on me," because we all need mercy and grace. God is so good. I just, I, I just want to just, just say this because you know, um, I had um got a phone call from a friend that uh, one of their close friends that lose their um, son and I it, 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 it it's just been on my spirit ever since I found out about it and I know those people know how to go through a storm 
And we all been in the storm. And when I got in the storm, it was really bad for me because I was looking back at my life and I was trying to figure out why do I have to go through what I'm going through. But really what it was doing was strengthening me. Everything in the dark, God started in the dark. You don't start in light. When the light comes, after you go through the storm. See, I learned that by planting a garden. When I put a seed in the ground, it's in the dark. But it doesn't matter how I drop that seed. I don't have to try to put the seed in a, in a position where I know it's turned up, where it's going to come up. I drop that seed in the ground I keep and, and cover it up. When I cover it up, that seed finds this, the top of the soil because it's looking for sunlight. Even though it's in the dark, the sun still shines through. And that seed finds daylight and it comes up. And, I, and it's so major how God how that is because everything in our life is in the dark. He started in the dark because he wants us to trust him. If we got mm-hmm. it figured out and knowing what's going to happen before we pray, then there ain't God. Mm. Ooh, Jesus. You hear mm. me? If we already got it figured mm. out, it ain't God. God mm-hmm. is in a way that we know it has to be him. It can't be nobody else. He put it where cannot, nobody else gets the credit for him. He's so awesome. I, 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 I just don't. I, if, I'm like Paul. If he, if, if, if he saved me, he can save anybody. Because I was in a race. Amen. I was in a race. So if he saved me, and, and um, this young man, is, uh, he passed about two months ago. And sometimes you think you're not ministering people's and uh, you're not, you're not, people's not looking at your ministry or you think you're not doing anything for God or whatever. But this man said something to me. He, he passed about two months ago and uh, he said something to me. We was at work. He told me, he said, Jimmy, if you can change, I can change. Mm. And this man turned around and got in church, made a deacon on the church. When he passed, that's the first thing I thought about. We can make a difference just with prayer. We can make a difference in our kids, our loved ones, our friends, our churches. We can make a difference just in prayer. Yes. Amen. Amen. I'm going to turn it back over to the road, but I, I don't want to talk too much. <laughs> I, I'm <excited>. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're doing good. You're doing good. Guys. It's so awesome to know that. That, you know, we always say, we use this term a lot, prayer changes things. But mm-hmm. we don't talk about how, how prayer changes me. Yeah. The thing with me that he changed. Because, Amen. you know, when you begin to pray, your circumstances, it remains the same. But he changes your attitude concerning your circumstance. So he changes mm. you. Mm-hmm. That's the person mm-hmm. that needs changes. It's you, that person on the inside of you, and looking at your looking at your situation. But most of all, looking at your God, looking at how mm. God, how good and how great our God is. You begin yeah. to see Him for who He is because you begin to talk to Him. The relationship. If I have a relationship and never communicate with the person I have a relationship with, it's not it's mm. not uh, uh, it's void. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. people go around and they use the cliche, God is good. 
But how you know yeah. he's good? Right. What have you done for him lately? Uh-uh. What has he What has he done for you lately? And when you can say God is good because of who he is and what he did for you, what he did for you, and you get to know him. Like Paul mm-hmm. said, oh, that I may know him. And how did Paul get to know him? Paul was beat. He was beat. He was talked yes, about. He, he was, was put up. But he got to know how good God was in the midst of his pain, in the midst of his suffering. That's how you get yes. to know him. In the Amen. darkness, that's when the light shines. The light shines much brighter in darkness than it does in light. But he said, we're the light of the world because Jesus is the light. And he lives inside of us. And through our prayers, through our prayers, talking to him, communicating to him, asking him, finding out what he wants, where he where he wants us to go, what he wants us to do. Because our life is not about us. No, it's not. As a matter no, of fact, we no longer have the light because once we accepted him, we exchanged our life for his life. So now Amen. you say, okay, Lord, you take my old life and I want your life. Mm. So it's all about him We exchange the life of what, what we want to be and do Into what he wants us to do We become like Jesus Jesus said that he came to do the will of his father He came to earth to do the will of his father And once we get saved We come to do the will of the father We want to do And how can Amen. we find out what the father will is Except we ask him through prayer That's why it's so important to pray Amen. We're going to pin it right there. Let's go to a song, okay? Okay. Put a pin in it. Let's go to a song. Uh, I want you guys to know this is amazing. This is God. God ordained. God breathed. And God's people are being blessed. I got it in my spirit, so that's where it counts. It's in the realm of the spirit. God's people are being blessed on today. You guys stay right there. Stay encouraged. Stay engaged. And uh, we're coming right back after this song. Pastor Chris, would you play us a song, please? Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Josiah Khalid. Listen, you're listening to the Summer's Voice Radio. Walk with me. Let's go.
Buffet's Buffet with Sister Lorianne Brown. Right now on TPV Radio. Uh, we're grateful to God for this day, for to God that we have a mind to worship God and praise God in spirit and in truth. We're talking about prayer on today. Uh, we have two people uh, with us on today who know the value of prayer. And um, just just earlier this week, um, I I was praying about a situation, and and God is doing as I have forced uh, stated. God is doing a rapid turn around in our life. He's not taking a long time to give us the things that we're petitioning him for when we go to him with a a right attitude and a right heart and a right mindset. We shouldn't go to God for things that um, he does not desire us to have. And we know his will for us through his Holy Spirit. And and sometimes my, my motto has gotten to be with the Holy Spirit. I don't know how I even tried to live life apart from the Holy Spirit being in my life. I don't know how I tried to do life without involving the Holy Spirit. I'm going to share this, uh, I'm gonna share this and then I'm going to give this back to Roberta. Just earlier this week, um, I was in a phone conversation with a man, and he was trying to pick me. He was trying to get information from me that he shouldn't have been asking me. And I didn't know it, but the Holy Ghost in me did. And the Holy Ghost shut that conversation down. And I didn't understand what was going on, but I knew God was in charge. And at the end of the day, I was talking with um, my husband, and he said, you know we're not supposed to share this particular information with the guy that's calling. I said, I didn't know it, but the Holy Ghost did. So I encourage you to get to know the Holy Ghost of God, to take your concerns and your cares and your worries and your troubles, take them to the Lord in prayer. And uh, since we're talking about prayer, there are uh, two people who, um, Roberta, I want to remember today before we get off the line in prayer. And that's Brother Mike Homer, who uh, dad uh, has transitioned, and Pastor Charlene Washington, who has been a guest on, on Saturday's buffet in the uh, homegoing of her son. Uh, Pastor Charlene Washington today in prayer, and, pa- and uh, Brother uh, Michael Homer, uh, both of them have had... Um, uh, family members to go home to be with the Lord. Uh, back to you, Roberta. Prayer. Prayer was so important also to Jesus. The 17th chapter of St. John's, he prayed for us. He prayed for us. He told the Father that he wanted the Father to keep us one, to keep us together. He said he was going to leave, but the Father would keep them together. We were one, that he basically told him, say, 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 Daddy, they're one of us. They, 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 these are my boys. And, and not all that prayer didn't go just for them, but it, it went for all believers that we would be one, that, that he loved us so much that he just didn't leave, and he left prayer with us. So with that, oh, oh no, Pastor, Pastor uh, Little has set us on fire with how God has blessed him in prayer in his storm. In the darkness, that how Jesus is the light, truly the light in darkness. So, Pastor Little, I just I have another uh, question for you, a comment that that give us some examples, uh, one example of what God did with you or through you, but with prayer. Give us an example that we can, you know, because sometimes we need examples. 
we need to say, well, you know, sometimes people say, well, I asked God. He, he didn't do nothing for me. He didn't answer my prayers. And so that people have doubts. But give us an example of how he answered your prayers. Even if he answered the way we didn't think he should have answered, he was going to answer, but yet he answered. Give us an example of that. Pastor Little. Pastor Little, do you have your phone on mute? Oh, I had my phone on mute. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I can give you an example. I wasn't living, in, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't living uh, anything. I wasn't praying. I was not serving God. I didn't, you know, uh, I thought that I had a job. Um, I made enough money to take care of my family, and, you know, God had blessed me, but I wasn't you know, I didn't realize everything that I had came from God. So anyway, um, my son, when he got 16 years old, he's, you know, he started, you know, going out and stuff. And this young man got killed in my, in, uh, in my car, got shot. And, uh, I got home and my wife was walking down the street praying and crying. And I went to the car, looked at my car. And if I put my hand any place on that car, that was a hole in it. So I didn't know if my son was dead or alive because, I, you know, he wasn't there. He was down to the police station. I, I went back home, and I, I didn't know what to do. I was looking at me. I didn't have anything to offer. I didn't, I didn't you know, my money wasn't going to help me. Uh, nothing I had cheated in my life, you know, it wasn't going to help me. So I started praying. I started walking down through the walking down in my living room, I walked them down the floor and I would start praying to me and say, God ain't you ain't living nothing. You ain't you ain't saved. You God ain't hearing your prayer and all this and I kept praying and crying and I remember making a statement with God. I said, Lord, if you save my son, I say, I serve you till I die. I meant that from my heart. My son is fifty years, forty nine years old now. He was only sixteen then. He's still still alive. God have kept him. I have kept my promise. See, when it's that's a two way thing. When you pray and when you promise God something, He only not only hold you to your promise. He'll help you keep your promise. He give you He give you power. Everything come from Him. It's nothing in me. He will give you power to hold your promise. If you sincere from your heart, He would help you. You can't do it alone. You know, and, I, and I, I, I was just thinking about, you know, uh, when Paul and Silas was in jail, praying and singing to God. And when the jail doors opened, Paul and them didn't leave. Sometimes we moved too quick. Paul and them stayed there because the ministry went over. Because the people in the jail, they was afraid because the jail doors opened. They thought Paul and them had escaped. And they, they was going to get killed for letting Paul and them go. But Paul and them was looking beyond themselves. They were looking at their blessing was they were bringing to the people. Because he told them, said, y'all don't worry. We still here. So sometime it ain't about you. It was those people in jail got saved. Because Paul and them not only was looking at themselves, the door would open, they could be free and they could walk out. Sometimes that you have to suffer for someone else. So my example is that 
I didn't have anything to say. I couldn't put my back to the wall and say, face to the wall and say, God, I did this and I did that and I did that. I didn't have that. I didn't have nothing. But the mercy of God and the grace of God looked on my heart. And he saved my son. And he also saved me. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's good to go through a storm. It's good to go through the desert. Sometimes God want to get you to yourself, get you away from everybody else and get you to yourself. And when he get to yourself, he can minister to you. It's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with going through a storm. Like I say, you just make sure you don't cause another storm. Just wait on God and he'll see you through. He has saw me through. I'm still to this day. I honor him because he answered my prayer. He saved my son. My son got through. He's almost 50 years old, and he's still alive. He's still well. So God is so good. To, it ain't nothing I can say today to explain the goodness of God. It ain't no, it's no words. It's no, nothing even wrote in the Bible can explain the goodness of God. It's only so much those uh, uh, disciples could write. It was only so much the prophets could write. But we cannot demonstrate that. He's so powerful, so big. He, that's why he said, he said he was so big, you can't get over him. You can't go under him. You can't go around him. God is, is, is great. He, I wish I could just explain his, his mercy and his power today, but there's no way I can explain that. All I know Amen. that God is waiting on you to pray. God is waiting on you to surrender. God is waiting on you to realize that he's the only way. He Amen. is the truth and he the light. So God is everything to me today, and I'm just glad to be here. I'm just glad to be able to share uh, <laughs> some to someone that grab a hold of it and make a difference in their life. That's the only reason That's I'm right. here. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. That's good. Amen. That is, that is awesome. But I wanna I wanna kind of turn the tide a little bit because some people have done the exact same thing, but the outcome wasn't what we call good. But yet God answered. How I can answer to that, Bert. Go ahead. I can I can I can answer to that. Um, when I was very young, um, my uh, I think I was about five five. Oldest I could be was six. I think I was five years old. My mother was murdered. And when mm-hmm. my mother was murdered, you know, you look at that situation, you see a bloody mess, and you say, there's nothing, how can any good come out of that? Mm-hmm. And what happened was, because of her, her, because of that murder, I ended up uh, living in Michigan. I ended up working a good, a good paying job. I ended up meeting... Uh, the man of my life and, and getting married. I ended up having my children. I ended up meeting you. You know, I ended up connecting with a lot of great people. I ended up getting saved. I, I, I ended up finding uh, uh, salvation found me in Michigan and, and being in a, a, a Bible-believing church. All of those things, Roberta, resulted from the, 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 the life of my mother being snatched at my early age. And, and, and it was a bad situation. That at the time, mm-hmm. I couldn't see any good. How can any good come out of this? But then mm-hmm. good did come from it. And, and and so I understand what you're saying. There are things that happen in our life, and we totally don't get it. I, I don't get it. I don't see 
where the good gonna come from? And I'm sure mm-hmm. that that Pastor Charlene is looking in in her in her in her in her life today and and finding this void of her 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 baby child being gone from her life. And I'm sure she does not see any good coming from it. But thus saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord in my spirit on last night. He said there will be a song that's highly anointed. That there will be many songs that shall come forth from the woman of God. Because of the pain that she's experiencing now, there shall be many anointed songs that shall deliver and set some people free coming from the woman of God. And so she can't see that right now. Yes. All she sees right now is the heaviness of her heart and the pain that she feels. But God is in the midst of, of this situation that she's in, and he is working in her life. So yes. for those of you who are in a bad place and you feel like your feet is on fire and the fire department has not been called, I tell you, say ouch. Say, ooh, we, but you just wait. God's going to work that thing out for your good, baby. Yes. He's going to turn it around. He's going to, he said, he says all things work together. He didn't say all things mm. were good, but they all, all right. work yeah. together for good yeah. for those that yeah. love God and call. So in the, in the pain, there's a call yeah. that comes out of it. There's a call that comes out of the pain. And, and I often say that, and this is so true, without uh, labor or pain, there can be no birth. So yeah. in the pain, that's a birth that's going to come out of the pain. We don't see it, but there's a birth. There's a, there's a, there's a ministry that's coming out of the pain. Mm-hmm. And out of mm-hmm. each one of, of our testimony, our pain brought forth a ministry mm-hmm. that's going to help. That's going to help others. The pain, yeah. the pain was to bring the birth of the ministry. My Lord. And without the pain, there's no delivery. So there has to be a delivery, and there has to be, in order for things to grow, it has to be planted and die. If huh. it don't die and be planted, it remains alone. But if a, if a seed falls in the ground, and it dies, it's going to bring forth much fruit. God's so father. fruit is going to come out of this. There's always mm. going to be fruit that comes out of out of a seed being planted in the ground. And not only that, but God says to rejoice the death of a saint, the rejoicing mm. in heaven. Mm-hmm. The rejoicing in heaven. And I love the way uh, uh, David, David makes, when, he, when his son died, David brought a joy in death, mm-hmm. he said, "I can't, I can't. My son can't come to me, but I can come mm-hmm. to my son." So what it did to me, it made David begin to prepare for a journey. And one day that he was going to take a journey to be with his child again. So all it does mm-hmm. is it gets us ready to get 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 it get us ready for the journey to meet our loved one again. So it brings, I said, I said, you start packing. You start yeah. packing because you know you're going on that vacation. You're going on that journey. Uh-huh. So you're going to pack. Uh-huh. But you don't have, you don't pack clothes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You yeah, don't glory pack to God. clothes. 
You don't pack the clothes, see, because when the journey on the journey is when you're doing things for others, when you minister, when you're telling people about Jesus, when they see the light of God in you, that's your that's your packing your suitcase. That's the packing, mm-hmm. getting ready for the journey. So when our loved one loved one leaves us, he said we're they're absent from this body, mm-hmm. but they are present with the Lord. With the Lord. And you, are, mm-hmm. we all know what the presence of the Lord feels like. Just a little bit of mm-hmm. it. Sometimes when yeah. we start singing, or when we feel His presence, there's a joy that bubbles up on the inside. And just yes, think, they're feeling that way constantly. They just don't have uh. spontaneously here, and there, but they're having a constant uh. feeling of the presence of the Lord. And that kind of makes you rejoice. I might hey, be Roberta, I'm reminded. Yeah. Huh. I wanted to say, I'm reminded of that scripture. This, this scripture is major in my life now. It says, earth has no sorrow that heaven can't hear. And, and boy, when you think about that scripture, how many sorrows that's on the earth, how much pain is on the earth. And God is saying, baby, don't worry about it because heaven can hear all that. It can't compare. It can't compare to the glory. It can't compare. There's no comparison to your sorrow. To the glory, you know. Uh-huh. When God came, when Jesus went there to go to the go, go to the cross, he went. He started shouting and jumping. They was crying and weeping, and 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 <laughs> sorrow it hit their hearts. But he was saying, "Father, glorify yourself." The same glory we had in the beginning. Glorify yourself. Uh-huh. Shine. I'm getting uh-huh. ready to go home. That's a leap for you. Yeah, now rejoice because. <laughs> But all I uh, rejoice because I know what, what what we had in the beginning. I'm going back uh, to that. So I'm don't. leaving this year. This ain't no crown metal. Uh, uh, <laughs> it goes back uh, to what Pastor Little said. The thinking, you got to think big. Our thinking yeah. has to be transformed, has to be renewed to think like Jesus thought. Because, you know, we sing this song that, we're, we're 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 not here, you know. Heaven's not. Uh, uh, this is not my home. This is not my home. Uh-huh. We just, yeah, we're just traveling. We're just here. But mm-hmm. but, but we, we forget about that when a loved one passes because we miss them and we want to be with them. But their journey is over here. Yes, yes. But it's yes. just beginning where they where they arrive to. Man, their departure here, but they arrive there. My Lord. So when you depart, you know you go. You send somebody off on the airplane. They depart from Saginaw and and and, and arrive wherever else they're going. They make that when they make their landing in there. They say we I've arrived. You say praise God. Or they'll say they'll say I went to sleep downstairs, but I woke up upstairs. <laughs> yeah.
God was after man after his heart. And then, if you notice, David is the first man on earth after Jesus' name is mentioned in Matthew. And if you go mm-hmm. to Revelation, David is the last man after Jesus, before Jesus, he was mentioned. Okay. And, when, you know, and that made me think. And I was, I, was, I was looking at that. And then you go to the scripture where God told David he was going to give him rest. In other words, David had got old, and God was giving him rest. David's heart was being sold to God until God gave him rest. In other words, I'm going to take all your enemies away from you. You ain't got to run no more. Because he run for 12 years and stayed in the hole. He was a king, and he run for 12 years. And he had all the authority. God had given him power to take Saul any time he got ready. But David was so humble and so keen to God until he lived in cages and lived like a bum. For 12 years And he was the king Oh yes mm-hmm. And then when God Put him to rest After he went through All these wars He put him to rest And David looked at his one And he said Look I'm living in a cedar house And God is living Living in a shack I want to build a house for him That's the kind of heart we need Not trying mm-hmm. to satisfy ourselves We want to satisfy God Amen. And the only way we can satisfy God, we have to die. Yeah. Uh-huh. We have to uh-huh. die to self. When it's all yeah. about me, God ain't in it. Uh-huh. It's got to be about him. David oh, had God. a heart for God all the yes, way. Lord. He never, he prayed, even though when he went into sin, when he went into sin, he said, he prayed that God, don't take the Holy Spirit away from me. Yeah. Uh-huh. He didn't care about nothing else. But he wants that relationship with God. He didn't want to lose it. And I know why. This is the kind of relationship we're looking for. This is kind of a praise and wishes we're looking for. It's not about us. It's about not him. about us. Yes. It's all about God. Amen. Amen. Hey, guys, it's time for us to go to a song. Uh, this, is so, this is so amazing. Uh, Pastor Chris, we're going we gonna to go to a song, and we're going to come back and... And we're going to uh, further talk about the amazing awesomeness of prayer. Amen? Amen. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio, the station for inspiration.
you to know tonight that desperation has a sound. Desperation has a sound. It's not just a song, but it's a sound. Let me prove it to you. There was a man named Bartimaeus, and he was blind. When he heard that Jesus was passing by, so he lifted up his voice, and he said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. But the people around in the Bible says, told him to be quiet. But the closer Jesus came to him, the louder he became. He said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorianne Brown. Right now on TPV Radio. Hey, welcome back, everybody. The song said it, the closer he gets, the louder I'm going to get. And we got to become desperate. Uh, go ahead, uh, Roberta, and take it take it away. Amen. You know, I'm reminded of, of uh, my sister. That was a, she was my sister, my friend, my uh, uh, my prayer partner, my whatever I need, she was there, and she was ill at the time, and she was battling cancer, and she was a woman of great faith and prayer, and she seemed like she just was doing everything right, and we were praying, and we believed God. We took him at his word. We believed that by his stripes she was healed, that God was going to heal her on this side, and he didn't. He healed her, but she went home. And I remember praying Amen. one morning. I I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed, and I went and laid in the bed. When I laid in the bed, I closed my eyes. When I closed my eyes, I could see her dancing in heaven. Mm. And the song was singing. The song was playing, if you could see me now. I'm walking the streets of gold. If you could see me now, she was... She was the young Thelma. She was just dancing, just prancing and dancing and smiling. And I remember telling God, I said, Lord, I don't, I don't want to see this. This is not what I want. So he stopped. So finally I went back to him and I said, Lord, I thank you. It's not about me. It's about you. 
and I accepted what he said. So that this was Thursday that that Saturday she 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 went to sleep and woke up on the other side. Amen. And I was I was going through my grief and I was crying and feeling bad, sorry for myself and oh, you know, my sister gone and this and that and and the Lord just spoke to me. He said, what has changed hmm. or what has stopped since Thelma been gone? I said, nothing, Lord. He said, because life goes on. Mm-hmm. What she did will never stop. Her work is constantly, because everybody she ministered to, prayed for, right. the prayers, they were still going on. But she right. it was time for to pass on her to move on. So I think in depth the hardest thing is accepting what God is doing, not what we want. When we, you know, because sometimes I could have taken it as he didn't hear my prayer and got mad with God. Mm-hmm. But he did answer. He did answer. He she 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 went home. That was her her part her departure departure time. She had arrival yeah. time to be with him. So she made her departure and her arrival. And I was so blessed that he allowed me to see her arrival. She was just dancing and praising God in his presence. <laughs> so sometimes, you know, when we our loved ones die, we think God has let us down or God didn't answer our prayer. But he did. Yes. He did answer our prayer. And and besides, you know, we have to learn that we pray prayer and God did answer. And we say, God, I want your will, not my will. And that's the thing that I think believers has to come to God, your will, and not my will. Jesus felt that in the in the Garden of Gethsemane when he was there, and he 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 saw all this coming to him, and he prayed. He went three times and prayed. So finally, the last time, he just said, "I want your will," and for this reason, I came. And he decided to accept his the will and go on with the journey that he was that was placed before him, the cross. So and I think that's what in prayer that's what we have to get to the place where okay, Lord, I'm praying I'm praying for what I desire and want, but it's not my will, but it's your will, what you want. And if it's time that we have to learn how to accept and let go. If he choose to raise them up, heal them. We praise him. If he don't, we still praise him. So no matter what, we win. We win, whether it's in life or in death, because absent from the body is present with the Lord. And believers, do they, they just fall asleep. They don't die. Wake up on the other side. So with that in mind, cast a little... Share some share some thoughts on that. Um, I think that we all as as believers and 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 prayer warriors, I really believe that sometimes that when we pray for someone, God already some well I just believe He let you know time we don't want to know. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I I know um, that my neighbor, uh, she probably 30-something, she had cancer. And every time I talk to her dad, 
It's something else to be the winner wrong with her. And she came to the church, and some raised in my spirit. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't quiet about it. I just was speaking, you know, in my what my spirit was giving me. And I told her, I said, you're going to live. I said, you're a young lady. I said, you're going to live. I said, you're not going to die. I said, God going to heal you. Well, I said it boldly. It was not none of me. And uh, they started calling me, a mother and a father. And I never said anything different. I never felt anything different. So uh, he'll call me and tell me, and it always was negative. He said, well, they did this, and they sold some up wrong. They did this, and they did that. I said, oh, no, she's going she, she to get over this. That's the guy going to heal her. I want you all to hear me real close. It wasn't none of me. Mm-hmm. See, sometimes we know, and you know, well, it's person going to live or die. God, let us know. Mm-hmm. One day he called me, and he was so loud I couldn't understand that person know what he was talking about. And he said, my daughter called me today, and she was crying and crying and crying and crying and crying. He said, I couldn't understand what she was talking about. He said, I called my wife, and my wife told me that God had totally healed her. <laughs> she went to Ann Arbor, and she was cancer-free. So what is the I'm saying that it's nothing on us. There's no pressure on us. Mm-hmm. We go by the word. Every sickness we have to believe is not unto death, but some of them is to death. Mm-hmm. So we have to believe, though every sickness we pray that is not to death but sometimes we know this sickness is to death God let us know and sometimes mm-hmm. he let us know person gonna live it's two times in my life that I can speak strongly of it it's one that Lorraine auntie she called me I had never heard about a week that 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 like that before in my life this woman was crying so hard and she was telling me her grandson's brain was had been scattered on a motorcycle. And something rose up in me real strong. And I told her, I said, I said, oh, he's going to live. I started praying. And I told him, I said, he will live. He will not die. And she said, you ain't seen him. You don't know. You don't know. You just don't know. You just don't know. I just kept telling him, he's going to live. He's going to live, not die. Okay? See, sometimes we we want to get credit for something or we want to say we did this or that or whatever. God didn't allow me to see that what until about six years later, came to my picnic, and the first thing I saw, a big skull. I didn't even know him. I saw a skull with his head, and I knew that was the, the young man that I prayed for. So what is I'm saying? Sometimes we try to see the fruit or see something about our prayer when we pray. We just pray by faith. Amen. Believe God, and sometimes he lets you know, and sometimes he don't, and I believe that. Sometimes we Amen. pray, we, we know that it's not going to come past what we're praying for because, like you just said, it's God's will, not our will. But I feel that when we pray, when God gives you that, 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 that faith and that, that assurance, that we can stand on it. Yeah. And we don't have to be afraid to pray for anything because it's not us, it's God. Because if right. he, whatever happens, God's going to get the glory. That's why he tells us all the time. He says, some water, some plant, and some water. 
So I don't know if somebody prayed before me. I don't know if, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what my prayer, I might have been just watering it. I don't know. See, God do the increase, and he the one going to get the credit at the end. He going to get all the glory, not us. Amen. So we just vessels for God and just have to believe in Amen. God and pray. Don't give up. Whatever you do, don't give up. Believe God until whatever happens, you still believe in God. Because sometimes, you know, we see situations, and we think situations too hard for God. But God wants us to think big. He wants us to pray big. He wants us to have faith in him, do supernatural things. Anybody pray for a cold, but when somebody comes half dead, they don't want to pray. That's when we need to let out and pour out to God because we want to see God do supernatural, not just for us, for the world to know that we have a God. Amen. Amen. We have a God that is a Savior, can do supernatural. So Pastor, you saying you what you're saying is we pray prayer and God give the answer. There you go. He there gives the go. answer. So believe. however he wanna answer, we we believe in him. We believe our faith is in God, not in the circumstances of what's going on. Our faith is in God. So we take God we take God to the to the very end all the way. He said, Lord, I'm with you always, even to the ends of the, of the earth. There you go. So we, there you go. we pray there you prayer go. and God give, God give answers. So that's what we want people, our radio listeners, to realize that it's all about one thing. God says, when you pray. There you go. You pray. He said, you should have what you say. So he, he's telling us to pray. So it's important that we pray so that we can have what we say. It's important for us to pray so that he can answer. There you if go. we don't pray, he can't answer. So we pray prayer and God gives the answer. And our faith has to always be in God. You know, we go to the doctors and we take it, get exams from the doctors and whatever the doctor tells us, we believe. But we have one that created and made the doctors, the medicine, the, and everything. And when he says something, we don't believe it. He told us to pray. Matter of fact, you should pray before you go to the doctor. We pray the prayer, and God gives the answer. And it's so important go. that we we realize that it is God who works the will to do of his good pleasures. He does it. We're just instruments that he uses. And it's to give him glory. It's all about glorifying God. It's all about letting God shine in our life. When He wants when He wants the world to see Him, He works through us. He works through us. And people looking, people are looking, they're watching. They're watching. So that's why we should always want to pray because we want people to see how supernatural gate our God is. And not walk in fear. Oh, I'm scared. What if it don't happen? It's not on you, like you said, Pastor. It's not on you. It's on God. Nope. So we don't have we don't have anything to fret, worry, or fear about. Because once we release our faith to God, He does the work. He said, there "Call me." He He comes and said, "Call me. Just call me. I'm an answer." You know. But the enemy tries to hold you back to keep from calling because he already know that God's am. He know that when you call, he's going to answer. And so he tries to stop you from calling so you don't get an answer. And you don't know how big your God is. 
how great he is, how awesome he is, how he's willing and ready, waiting on you to call him, waiting on you to talk to him, waiting on you to, to, to uh, waiting to perform the miracle that you need. Because the miracle is God is the one that does it. He has the miracle. He wants to do it, but he can't do it without your, your permission. He can't do it without you acting. So we have to act. And every time you act, he answers. Not sometime, every time. And the whole thing, you know, you say, well, he didn't, he didn't answer. Did you wait? Or did you act and get up? Wait on the answer. Wait on him to wait to say, Lord, I'm not going to move till you hear me. You have to be, pers- be, be persistent like a child. You know, your child be, mama, mama, hit you. daddy, daddy, they keep hitting you on the leg, you know, little hitting on your leg. And you say, what, what you want, what you want? That's what sometimes we do, you have to do with God. And he said, what you want? You got my attention now. What you want? What can I do for you? Because I want to. I want to. He's, the Bible says he's, he's waiting on us. He's ready. He always hears when we pray. He's that type of father. He's a good, good father. He's a great provider that whatever we need, he wants to do it. And that was the thing he left here. He prayed. He said, Father, make them one as we are one. Not just the disciples, but all those that believe on my word. That means you, me, and everyone else that are listening. That are listening and believe his word. He said, if you can believe, you can receive. All he said, act and believe and receive. When we act in faith. Believe in faith, we receive. And God, he's no shorter than his word. He bought, matter of fact, he cannot lie. He said, look, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word is going to stand because I am my word. In the beginning was the word. The word is Jesus. Whatever he say, he's going to manifest and do. He's going to do it. And Pastor Little, like you said, that something rolls up on the inside of you. That's where he is, on the inside of us. And when the spirit speaks, it comes to life. Whatever he tells you, that's what he's going to do. It was my admit that the scripture comes to mind when Mary, Mary was at the wedding. And she said, whatever he tells you, do it. And whatever the spirit says, he's going to do it. He's not a man that he should lie. He's going to keep his word. But he want us to he want us to know him like that. To know that he will answer and he does answer. I'm waiting. I'm just waiting on you to call so that I can that. You know, picture just picture sitting by the phone waiting. God sitting sitting by the phone waiting on you to call. And you're going everywhere else, talking to everybody else and not calling. He said, he just waiting so he can answer. Pick up the phone, say, what you want, daughter? What you want, son? I'm here for you. And that's what happens when we pray. When we pray, we call on him. Pastor Chris, I think it's time for a song. TPV Radio, Central Texas.
Mondays Buffet with Sister Lorianne Brown. Right now on TPV Radio. Hey, thanks guys for uh, coming back and, and tuning in with us. Um, someone texted me while we were um, on the song break and wanted to hear more about the motorcycle uh, incident, uh, Pastor Little. Uh, I don't know what you shared with him because I was I was kind of off off the phone for a minute. Uh, Pastor Little, you, did you have anything else you could share about the motorcycle accident? I didn't hear it. Uh, well, I was just um, speaking. Uh... Um, one of the close friends of mine, um, actually was um, Lorraine Brown's auntie. Her grandson was in a motorcycle accident, and he didn't have a helmet on. So it's kind of a bunch of scub, and his brain was kind of scattered. And uh, she was really, really hurt. She called me from the hospital, and she was she was crying, but it was a cry. seemed like I had never heard before. It was she was kind of weeping and crying, and I, I can just feel her heart. She was hurt, so I just started praying, and uh, I told her that he would be all right. And she said, "Well, you hadn't seen him." And she said, "The doctors already gave up on him. He won't, you know, he won't make it." I said, "No." I said, "God is big enough to do it, you know." And I, I just, it was something in my spirit. I knew. I mean, uh. I don't know how I know, but God knows. He just gave me something. I just, something rose up in my spirit, and I spoke strongly that he would live, you know. So I didn't try to see him or or, uh, try to see really what happened in his life. And all I know, she was calling me, telling me, you know, he got better and all of that. And then um, about a year and a half ago, I was given a picnic from my church. And he walked up for the first time that I saw him since the time that I prayed for him. So what I was saying was, in her heart and what she was looking at, she thought it was impossible. But see, all things possible for God is nothing too hard for him. It never, We should never give up on anything. Anything that we're praying for, we should never give up. Even Jesus, you know, he explained that. You know, never, never give up on prayer. Some people speak of prayer and they say, well, I prayed one time by faith and, and that's it. But never stop praying. No, never give up. God is able to do anything. And that's why I said when I first got on there, we should think big. We should think big. Don't think little. Don't think just because you're praying for a cold that he can heal a cold, but he can heal anything. He can do anything. And I was able to see that. So what that did to me, it, it it reduced my faith because when I saw him, did I know that I know that I know God can do anything. So I, I shared that because, you know, we've all been in a situation, in some type of situation. God will demonstrate his, he'll demonstrate in your life where you'll know that he God. He wants to demonstrate. He wants to prove who he is. All we have to do is trust him. You know, today, today ain't, ain't enough time for me to, to tell you about what God has done in my life, but I just want to share something. And I was thinking uh, after that song, you know, I was just kind of floating with that song because I, 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 love, I love that man that sang that song. He just, he just do something to me. 
But I'm out in the field. And while I'm out in the field, because me and my friend was going to the racetrack, and, and it happened to be in the same time. So when I was praying, I said, Lord, I said, those cars are noisy. And I said, I, I want to be on, on this radio station. And I knew I was supposed to be on there. So the devil wanted me to cast out. So I told him, I said, find a field, man, and park and go ahead and enjoy. I want to be on the race. And this way, this way I'm at. I'm out in the field. But what I was thinking about is that song. I want y'all to hear this. Um, when I was a little kid, my daddy was everything. I thought didn't nobody had a bigger dad than I had. And he made a lot of promises that he didn't, he didn't, he didn't fulfill. He told me a lot of things that wasn't true. I never heard, I never, I never had him to pray for me. I never had him to mention God's name to me. But he still was that daddy that nobody had a daddy like I had. Until I met Jesus. He was that father that I needed to meet because he never disappointed me. He never let me down. I know there's no shadow of doubt that he loved me. And nobody can separate that from me. This is why we're here today. We want to tell you about this father that gave his life for the whole world. You ain't got to jump. You ain't got to wallow. You ain't got to holler. You can't pay for it if you had the money. You can't can't shout enough to earn it. It's all through grace. He gave it to you when you didn't deserve it. All you got to do is accept it. That's the kind of God. And that's the kind of God was involved with that young man who was on that motorcycle. He wanted to show the world that he got. And he does it through situations like that. I don't know who's talking or asked for that or, or were they in the same situation or what. But I'm just letting you know. God uh, demonstrate himself in your life. Show you that he is God. He did that to me. And I know he'll do it for you. Just trust him. Turn back over to the brother. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Can you hear me? Yeah, we better hear you. You can barely hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Amen. Glory to God. What an awesome testimony of who our God is and what he can do. Uh, Pastor Chris, I don't know if we have any calls or listeners that want to have any questions or call or prayer requests at this time. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay, callers. For security purposes, we will only read the last four digits of your phone number. If you do not want to speak, just say pass, and we will go on to the next caller. But we appreciate you calling in. So first up, 7677-7677, you are on the air. It's Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones. God bless you. Seven six seven seven. You're live on the air. 
Hello, I'm sorry. What was your question? We were oh. asking if you had any questions or prayer requests. Well, um, I'm Lorraine Brown's um, aunt, I mean niece, and um, I think we're both praying for the same thing. I just wanted to pray and continue to pray for Michael Homer um, as his father has passed, and he's grieving at this time. I just wanted to lift up prayer for him. And also my sister at this time, she's uh, been faced with the coronavirus uh, this third time, and um, she's over it now, but she's still very weak. Um, and I just want to lift her up in prayer as well. Okay, thank you. Thank you, caller. We will definitely petition your prayers. Next caller, 5338, 5338, you are live on the air. Saturday's Buffet, Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones. God bless you. God bless you. This is Pastor Homer, just here to support and saying I really am enjoying the program, and it is such an important subject. We do need to understand the power of prayer. So God bless you all. Amen. Amen. Thank you for calling, Pastor Gene. As always, we got you, girl. We got you. Next caller. Seven nine nine one seven nine nine one. You are live on the air with Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones. God bless you. Good evening, Jeanette Consul. As always, I'm just listening. Amen. Well, we appreciate you listening in, and I'll put you back on mute. Thank you so much for calling. Last. Oh, we got oh we got another caller. Okay. Well, we got another caller. Sixty fifteen sixty fifteen. You are live on the air, Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones. And how rude of me not to say this. And special guest, Pastor Little. God bless you. Uh, my name is Lucille Priester and I'm calling in for Dorothy May Curry. We just want to say God bless you and enjoying the radio station. Amen. Amen. Well, we appreciate you calling. So, Sister Lorraine Brown, Roberta Jones, Pastor Little, back to you. Amen. Amen. You have to to remember those prayer requests because we believe and we know that God hears and answers our prayer. We just thank the audience and thank Little today for such an awesome word of God, a testimony, and the power of God in his word. We thank God for truly who he is and that he gives us an opportunity. He gives us an open door, uh, this airway, this opportunity that we can come boldly to his throne. And uh, before uh, we come boldly, Pastor Little, do you have any final remarks? And if you would, would you pray for the two prayer requests? And then we would have Pastor uh, Chris, do his remarks and comments and announcements. I, I couldn't hardly hear you. What you say to me? Oh, I say, could do you have any final remarks as we come uh, to the closure? Any final remarks? Something that you want to the audience to take away with in knowing uh, what prayer really does, how it works. Any any uh, final uh, comments? Yeah, I, I, I would just like to say. 
that I know that someone that listened uh, this evening uh, and they going through a storm. I I I I just know it in my spirit because God gave that to me before I got on, and I want them not to give up. God is doing something in their life, and this the storm is gonna be over with. Just make sure they not creating another storm. Make sure they just in prayer, trust God, and they'll be all right. I just want to leave that with them today. Amen. Amen. And my uh, final thoughts today is that always remember that Jesus is waiting on us to pray because he left it on record that when you pray, meaning that he's waiting on us to pray. And he, he has, we have to pray in order for, to get an answer because we have to ask. Although he knows what we need, but he cannot, he will not uh, violate our rights and just doing it. We have to act and invite him into our storm or our problems. We have to invite him in. He's not just going to jump in because then he will be violating. He will be breaking his own rules. He, he, we have, we, he needs our permission and participation to come in. So all he's saying is act and you shall receive. He's made it so simple to you almost think that it don't work, but it works. If you work it, it works. And all he wants you to do is do it. Just do it. Try it. It works. If it works for me, it works for uh, Minister Brown, Pastor Chris, Pastor Little, it works. And we had to do it. We had to do the things that he told us to do. We had to act and believe. And don't think that, like Pastor Little say, that I'm too bad, or I don't know enough, or I don't know how to pray. If you know how to talk, you can pray. And he even reads our thoughts. If we can think it, we can pray it. So all prayer is is talking to God, the Father. So we want to lift these two prayer requests up, and then we're going to turn it over to Pastor Chris. Father God, we come before you now in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we truly thank you for this privilege and honor to come boldly before your throne. We lift up Brother Mike, who's going through grief now. You said that you was the God of all comfort. We ask that you will comfort him and strengthen him now, Father God. Pastor Charlene, Father, she needs your strength. She needs your, your courage, Father God. Father, let her encourage herself. Let her remember the words that she told many, that she ministered to many that have lost loved ones. Father, let the fruit of her labor return back to her. And we lift up the sister that's going through uh, the virus, the COVID. Father God, you are a healer. We pray for healing right now. You said two would touch and agree on anything according to your will and your word. You hear it. And we're asking, Lord God, not just for her, but all those that are going through it, all those that are listening, that have, have illness, that have any kind of infirmities in their bodies, Father. We pray for healing right now because you said by your stripes we were healed. And we stand on your word. We believe by faith that it's done because we act and we believe we receive. We thank you, Father God. We praise you and give you glory. We magnify your name, Father. We know without a shadow of doubt that there are miracles are being formed right now, Lord, even as we pray. 
as those that are listening, Father God, that you're working it out for their kids. You are doing a new thing now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you in advance, Father God. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we give you praise. We magnify your name, O oh God. And we thank you in advance. For this is the confidence that we have in you, that we've asked according to your will and your word, and you've heard it. And therefore, we receive now in the name of Jesus, and we give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Pastor Chris, we love you. We thank you. We praise God for you. Amen. Amen. Uh, I wanted to give a quick testimony, and I'm not trying to rile nobody up, but y'all know how I do. This show is so impactful, even in my own personal life, how powerful prayer can be. And I share something with Sister Lorraine off air in regards to the mustard seed faith. Now, when you and mustard seed is so small, so can you imagine when you are in an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ and you know him for yourself, not the religion, but the relationship, and and if that seed was a watermelon seed, or if that seed was a, a macadamia nut, I mean, can you imagine what you can do with the power of the Holy Ghost? Quick testimony in this end, I was broken in half, literally. My leg was crushed. My foot was crushed. I had a broken collarbone. I have implanting my spine the doctor said it would take almost a year for me to learn how to walk and write again but guess what god did he healed me he he reminded me of who he was and at that time our baby girl was in the NICU fighting for her life so you can't tell me that there's no God in the atmosphere, and all you need is a mustard seed kind of faith. Because sometimes we go through life, and life will suffocate the seed that was already planted in us as believers. But I got news for you, family. All you got to do is keep it watered, keep it nurtured, keep, keep tapped into the Word of God, tap into the music that's going to keep you inspired. I'm telling you, if you just give God just a mustard seed, he can move so many mountains. So that's my two cents. We have a lot of changes going on here at TBV Radio. We appreciate you for sticking around, but you can listen to our shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just download live 365, type in the Psalmist Voice. Radio Network. Yes, it's a lot of words to type, but it's worth it. Then hit the X button. You don't have to subscribe to it. It's absolutely free. Hit the heart button and take us everywhere with you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So God bless you. We love you. So back to you. Thank you, uh, Roberta. I, um, Thank you, Pastor Little, for coming on. Thank you, uh, Pastor Chris, for your help. I want to thank our followers, uh, Roberta, and our listeners, because we could do a show all day long, but if we didn't have anyone that would listen to us and be faithfully uh, following us, we'd be coming here, you know, for nothing. So I want to thank those who call in every week and listen to Roberta and myself. We don't just throw stuff together, but we try to bring something to the table that's going to bless you. 
and we thank God for you. Uh, on next week's show, Roberta and I will be talking with an author who wrote a book uh, called Embracing the Kink. Embracing the Kink. And if I could paraphrase that, embracing the blackness, embracing who we are as a people. You know, we used to hide from our kinks, and we used to try to perm our hair and be somebody we were not. But I thank God for a move in America. We're embracing these naps and these kinks and these curls that we have. And so next week we have an author. My granddaughter is a part of that, um, embracing the kinks. And so come on back, and we're going to talk about embracing who we are. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, a melan- melancholy skin is a beautiful thing. And there's been too many times when uh, people have thought, uh, have not liked themselves because of the color of their skin. Well, this is a new day, America. We are stepping up to the plate, and not only are we stepping up, but we're swinging and we're contacting the ball and we're hitting home runs today. We're embracing the kinks. We're loving the skin that we're in. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Roberta, again. Thank you, Pastor Little. God bless you all, and we'll see you. I have to tell you what the schedule is because Pastor Chris hasn't given it to me yet, but we'll be seeing you. Uh, at the Saturday buffet. God bless. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.